and all the stuff you see all the time, you guys, I've been subbing too much. I almost wanted to do <laughs> get everybody's attention. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, hey, um, this is a good thing that everybody like is really in like a good mood today. I can tell we're talking and we're sharing. And that's good because today we're actually going to have extra time to talk and share with the Lord. And so I'm actually really excited <laughs> that, that we're not all going to fall asleep during that. So that's good. Uh, Kayla uh, has a handout that she's bringing to you. Can I have one too, please? Thank you. All right. Oh, if not, someone can have mine after. <laughs> I just need to make sure I stay on track here. All right. Who was up so late putting that on the made a post late? Oh, I don't there. know what you're talking Except about. Who stays up that late? I mean, come on. I am a night owl. Yes, you you learn that about me. <laughs> That's a good word for it, right? <laughs> All right, so we are on chapter nine, and I know we've had a lot of breaks so far um, this session. So, and I know that's hard when you're reading a book, okay? Because you'd be like, "Oh, wait, we don't have AD today." And okay, so I know it's hard. The rest, the second half of the session should be, we should be here, okay, <laughs> through October. Um, and so we're just going to keep reading. There's a few weeks that we are reading two chapters. Um, the hardest one is going to be the one about starving healthy emotions and or no, feeding healthy emotions and starving unhealthy ones. We're doing both of those chapters together, but they're both really meaty and good, okay? So that's actually going to be a challenge to the person teaching that one um, to put those together. But I just want to give you a heads up on that, that if you're like, oh, this was a breeze. I got through this chapter super easy. Maybe go ahead and, <laughs> and start those ones. Um, keep yourself on track. Um, and then the rest of the, after that, the rest of the class, they're, they're really good chapters that flesh out what this looks like in real time but they're not long, okay? So if even if you've fallen behind, please just jump back right in where we are. You could have read chapter nine at the beginning, right? This is about prayer. This is about engaging with God. So you could have, you don't have to read it in order. Um, so just jump back in with us. Um, so chapter 10 is next week. Um, and then I sent out um, that email about the rest of our schedule, I think. I think that's what it's gonna look like. Hopefully, that's where we're gonna we'll stay. Um, there is an extra week uh, that they added right there at the end of October. So our last class, we will probably do more of a summary um, in our group time and share what God is teaching us um, through that, because um, that conclusion is only a few pages long, you know. So anyway, that's where we're going. Um, so let's look at where we've been. I did not give you the whole long list. It would have been the full page, right, if we went through every single chapter where we've been. But here are some of the real big highlights um, that kind of set us up for where we are right now. Um, so remember, the big takeaway is that emotions are good, right? They are God-given. God made them. Um, God has emotions like they're good. They're a good gift from God who are made in his image. Um, why do we stress that so much? Sometimes we're tempted when emotions feel bad to think that the emotions are bad, right? Um, or if we're a very emotional person, we think, oh, I'm bad. I'm so emotional. I'm so weak. Those aren't really helpful in how God made us. What God wants us to do is take those emotions 
and learn how to glorify him in them, right? And that's what we're trying to do in this class. So emotions are a good gift from God, um, and we're made in his image. Um, emotions reflect who and what we love and value. They help us connect with others, and they motivate us physically to take action. Okay, so we learned that early on, but we keep coming back to that, don't we? <laughs> Last week, we talked about what engaging our emotions would look like. It ends in action, right? Like, we, we keep coming back to that. Um, emotions turn us toward God, and all emotions can be an expression of worship. Um, so this is another big premise in this book that he keeps, um, the two authors keep returning back to, um, which is, what is the purpose of emotion? Sometimes it gets really self-focused, right? Because there are emotions. <laughs> there are mine. It gets very self-focused. But emotions are meant to turn us, heavenward, and meant to turn us toward God, um, even and especially the painful ones, right? So um, last week, we talked about, or last time we met, we talked about engaging our emotions. We had four steps, all right? Are you... You guys are probably surprised that I'm the type of person who cringes when I need to fit, and there's steps. Life is complicated. There's barely steps, right? But we have an action plan so that we can help in the moment when things are going crazy to focus us and work through it. And actually, I used this yesterday as an actual action plan. Like, I thought through the steps because I'm studying it, right? So I was like, here's the emotion. I thought through the steps, and it was very helpful actually, to separate it out as steps. So let's go over them. <laughs> First is to honestly identify the emotion without judgment. We are very quick to skip over this a lot of times. We, sometimes we feel something, we do something. <laughs> we don't think, right? Um, that's one reaction. We feel something, we immediately say, oh, that feels bad, uh, not gonna deal with that, and shut it down, right? That's a stoic response we talked about. Um, so sometimes we identify it, but then we're like, I feel angry, I must be sinning. So we jump to an evaluation without really investigating why you feel angry, okay? Um, so we have to honestly identify the emotion without any judgment at that point. Just say, I'm feeling hurt, I'm feeling this, I might be feeling 10 things at once. Identify it. Um, then curiously examine why am I feeling this. This can take longer than a moment right? <laughs> this can take a really long time if we're talking about really complex things you're going through. Um, but you can start on saying like, okay, this is not just that someone forgot to put the dishes away in the sink, right? Why did I respond like that? But yesterday, I didn't care. There's a reason. There's a why that your emotions are so worked up in that moment. And it could go several different ways, right? You could just be so physically tired that you're like, I really don't want to do dishes right now, right? That could make you angry. Or it could be, I'm going through this major thing in my heart, and so this small thing just brought out what this major thing that's going on in my heart is, right? So it can, it can go a lot of different ways. But again, doing this without judgment. So sometimes he, they bring out in the book, sometimes as Christians we're like, I know what's right, so I'm going to immediately jump to that, <laughs> right? I'm going to be good Christian. I'm good. I'm fine, right? I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. There's a great song about that. What is that song? Do you guys know what it is? Where you say, I say I'm fine, I'm just, I'm fine. Anyway, um, side note. But that's a good song because sometimes we want to skip over this. Examine why, okay? There's a reason why. Sometimes you don't like the reason why because you're like, oh, I'm pretty selfish, right? But sometimes you don't know why until you stop and really think about it. And maybe there's 
like we've talked about, there's complicated things. Maybe you're tired and somebody did this to you today and your kids have not been respecting you all week, right? So it all comes together, right? So um, then evaluate. Um, so we have thumbs up, thumbs down. I don't know, the emojis, I, I, that helps me. Um, evaluate which aspects of the feeling are godly and which, so this is where you get to actually sit down and look at them, okay? Like, okay, where am I being selfish? Am I just being lazy? I don't wanna do the dishes, okay that's probably not a godly thing, right? And we can confess that then and talk to the Lord about it, right? Um, and so there's an action we can take on that. Or it might just be, actually, this is a really reasonable request that my family helps me out right now. I just need to make sure that I communicate that in a kind way, right? So there's an action you can take on that. So it might be that you find that your motives really aren't all that selfish or, or anything, but you needed to slow down before you took the action to make sure that you're weighing those things out. Oftentimes, guys, I don't know about you, <laughs> but oftentimes when you do this evaluation, you um, are gonna find both, right? We're sinners, so we often find some self-centeredness, but sometimes we have to just realize, oh, this is okay too. I'm feeling this because this is okay. Like, I did have this expectation, someone didn't meet it, but now I have to, to then take action in a God-honoring way, right? Um, and so then that's the, the final thing is to take action in an appropriate way to what we have found, okay? So that's where we've been. What's left out? That's what they begin this chapter with. What's left out of the equation, guys? In our, <laughs> in our action step, our engagement with the Lord, right? They didn't put it as step one, pray. They didn't put it as step two, pray. They didn't put it as step four, pray, because this is throughout. Right? So when we're identifying, sometimes we don't know, and God has to help us identify it. Sometimes when we're examining why, we have to reach out to God and be like, I don't know, what is going on with me? Like, this is crazy, I don't know, right? Um, and when we're evaluating it, we definitely need God's input, right? <laughs> on what's going on and what is um, godly or not. And in our actions, um, we often need God's comfort we often need to turn to God in repentance. We often need just um, his courage, right, to do what we are being called to do. Um, so those are things that it's all throughout, and it's all throughout the day. It's all throughout every moment is what it's supposed to be. That's what a relationship is. I don't know how many of you have um, somebody, I have had this at minuscule parts of my life, okay? <laughs> so don't feel bad if you don't have this right now. But if you have a, um, somebody that anytime you really are upset, you can just pick up the phone and call them, right? That's wonderful when you have a physical person you can do that with. There are lonely times you don't have that, right? But you do. If you're a believer, you do. And that's the point is we want prayer and our relationship with the Lord to be like, I'm feeling this, let me call you up, right? Um, and it's easier when it's a person, but God is there and yeah. So that's the thrust of this, which is an amazing, if you haven't read it, please do go home and just read it. It's such an encouragement. I love this chapter because it's just such an encouragement about walking with the Lord, right? Our goal is not to fix our emotions. Our goal is just to honor the Lord. And as we seek him and as we connect with him, we'll find that some things do actually get easier, right? Some are just always hard, but it still honors the Lord. Um, so Psalm 62.8, uh, I love 
that this is the verse that they keep returning to because um, this is a verse that's been very important to me this year. It says, trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Um, so that prayer is not like this is a list. I know I should pray more. Have you ever gotten in a prayer circle or a Bible study and everybody's prayer request ends up being like, I really should read my Bible more. I really should pray more. Pray that I would do this more. Right? And we almost make it like another duty, right, on our list. God doesn't want that. He wants a relationship. Um, like, how would Kayla feel if I called her up and was like, I know, I'm supposed to, like, check in with you today. She probably wouldn't feel so good about that, right? Um, she wouldn't. So, so that's not what God wants either. He wants a relationship. And um, I loved, this is actually from a chapter that you're going to get to. We're not quite there yet, but I loved this quote. Um, Hope is not in a system of strategies we can enact, though we're grateful for an action plan, right? It helps. When the emotions are going crazy, it was helpful to go through them step by step. But in a savior and shepherd, an ever-present help in time of need, who sees us, he knows us, he loves us, and actually has the power right here and right now to help us with the turmoil of our hearts. That's where the faith comes in, right? We don't see him, yet we know he has the power to help us in that moment. Um, and he knows us, right? We don't have to explain as much as we might to a human person. He knows. He knows better than we do what's going on inside, right? Um, so prayer is simply talking to God about what's in our hearts. Um, I don't know about you, if you grew up in the church, I grew up in the church, so I've heard a lot of different types of praying out loud, <laughs> right? Um, I've heard a very formal um, Heavenly Father, you know, like I've heard that. Um, I have heard uh, other people sometimes, I don't know if you've ever had this, you hear them pray out loud and you're surprised. Like, oh, they talk to God that way? <laughs> As a kid growing up, I was like, oh, there are lots of different ways to talk to God. And it was very interesting and helpful. And, and that's just it, right? It's just simply talking. It's just simply talking to God. Um, so there's not a formal thing here. It could really be you do some breathing to calm yourself down, right? And it could be as simple as, Lord, help me. That, that's talking to God, right? And that is actually probably right in the moment what God most is honored by. Um, the core purpose of our emotions is to drive us to pour out our hearts to God. What keeps us, I'm going to do some brainstorming today, since you guys are so chatty, right? So um, what keeps us from pouring out our hearts to God? Why do we sometimes not? Like, why if I say the word prayer, some of you are like, oh, great, this is going to be like prayer, and I'm going to feel guilty that I don't pray, right? Why do we feel that? Why? Like, what keeps us from praying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Busy with the stuff of life, right? <laughs> Distractions. Distractions, right? So we sit, we think we're going to pray, and then something, our phone beeps, our kid comes in, right? Distractions. Despite the fact we know differently, sometimes we think, well, God doesn't care about yep. this. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. He's got bigger things to do. Right, so sometimes it seems too small, right? Yeah. Like that little prayer is like, 
God doesn't care about this. This is dumb, but I'm still feeling it, right? Does he care for us? He does. So really, it's actually saying God doesn't care about me. That's really what that one is saying. Yeah. And we do know better. We think it anyway. What are some other things? He already knows what we mm-hmm. Yeah. And here's the reassuring thing. Um, I am one of those people that God made that really has a, a hard time with focus, right? God says in his word that Jesus is ever interceding for us, even when we don't know what to pray. Isn't that amazing? So we, sh- we shouldn't let it keep us from praying, but it is a reassurance, right? That, that even when we don't do this, Jesus is still interceding for us. There is still communication going on with the Lord, and God is still caring for us. So that's my little, I always have to make you feel good, right, if we talk about what makes us feel bad here. But um, anything else you guys think about? I feel like I can just handle it myself sometimes. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's a big one. We don't even think to ask God for help because we think we got it, right? Until we don't, <laughs> until it falls apart. Then we're like, oh, maybe I should have prayed about this, right? Yeah. Anything else? It's a good list, <laughs> right? Um, it's a good list. Um, I know I had notes on this. Hold on. Um, so they talked about this specifically in the chapter, right? Um, and some, some of the things that they added to that is uh, what we already have on our list. God seems irrelevant to what we're doing day to day. You know, why would God care about what I feed my kids today, right? Um, sometimes we think that we should have it all together on our own. That's pride, right? It's pride. Like, um, we have a real high opinion of us and our abilities, and we hold ourselves to a real high standard maybe, and so I can do it. I don't need prayer. I can do it. Right? Um, we don't need help, his help. Um, what's interesting, we're about to get to this, and they did in the chapter, Jesus' example yet again. And if Jesus needed to pray, guess what? We do, <laughs> right? Um, sometimes it is deeper, and we have this on the list. Maybe we're actually afraid God can't be trusted. So you're not going to run to somebody that you're not sure that he's really going to do anything. Right? So if you're struggling in your faith, your prayers will probably reflect that. Um, Sometimes it's, uh, well, he takes care of everybody else but not me. That's a really hard place to be. If you're in that place, please talk to me. I want to come alongside you. That's a really hard place to be in that kind of a shame. It takes a while sometimes for God to get through and show you his comfort. Um, If God really cared for me, why didn't he allow this. Why didn't he allow success? Why didn't he allow marriage, a job, money, friendships? Why, right? Why is everyone else in the world happy but me? Okay, we see that, right? We think that sometimes, but do you see that? Is everyone in this room happy all the time? Everything just goes so well, right? It doesn't. Um, But that's often a result of shame, and it's not an easy path. It's not just a oh, Christy said it today, so now I'm all good, (laughs) right? I'm not ever going to think that again. It's not. But I hope you have that comfort that the Holy Spirit and God is with you, and he wants to reach into that situation, right? He wants to reach into those feelings. Um, 
So it's a big deal to bring your emotions to God because reading your Bible, doing honest business, keeping your cool as a parent are not the end goal of human life. Loving the Lord and walking with him is, right? Um, as much as we think our goal is the pursuit of happiness, maybe even wrote it into our national constitution, that's not what the Bible says. Um, and that's actually a comfort because guess what? As you start looking around in life, it's all broken. You're not going to find it, right? But when we know, oh, that's not the purpose. The purpose is to walk with the Lord. And this prayer comes easier because, well, that's my purpose. Walk with him. Take it to him. Um, Hebrews 4, 15 and 16. Really dear verses probably to a lot of you. Um, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need, okay? So draw near to that throne of grace. Isn't that what we're doing in prayer? We're drawing near to the Lord. And here's the amazing thing, because Christ came and lived that life and he was human when he did, he's felt all of these things, probably more extremely than a lot of us have, right? Um, And so that's why we keep going back. If you've noticed, every time I'm up here, I'm like, let's look at Jesus example because of this, right? Um, He gives us an example of of what it is supposed to look like. Um, So in this chapter, we talked about Jesus in the garden at Gethsemane. And um, as I meditated on that this week, um, Matthew 26, if you want to turn there, um, Matthew 26, 38 Um, Jesus says, my soul is very sorrowful, even to death. This is an expression of emotions, right? Sorrow, that's sadness. My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Um, So he speaks honestly to his friends. Oh, and he doesn't say this to the Lord, right? He says this to his disciples, to his friends, um, about the dread and ache he is feeling as he anticipates the coming 24 hours. This is not just Jesus as a teacher to his disciples. This is Jesus as a human feeling what's about to happen with his friends, right? Um, Because he is fully man, he was also made to connect, right? Um, This isn't to teach them, as far as we can tell. If you look in the story, there aren't clues that he's teaching them. He's really honestly saying, guys, this is going to be hard. Please pray, right? Have you ever been in that spot? Have you ever sent out the text, please pray for me today, right? Um, And it's not because he thinks they can do anything, right? He's asking them to go to the Lord, to the Father. Then he himself falls on his knees and he pours out his heart to God. Um, This is not a real formal flowery (laughs) um, time, is it? It's, It's very full of pain. It's very earnest. It's emotional. He knows what's going to happen the next day. He's feeling that agony, and he's sharing it with God um, because he trusts God, right? (laughs) He's perfectly in sync and fellowship with God because he is. Um, But it's interesting. Jesus says, if this cup can be taken from me, right? You know what that prayer is? It's a prayer, please change these circumstances. Isn't that amazing? I still, it's still a mystery, honestly, right? It's a mystery how Jesus is God and man. But isn't that amazing that he is feeling in such agony? He's like, please, Lord, I don't want to do this, right? But that's not your will. 
help me to walk through it. Um, is it misinterpretation to look at that as part of his temptation as a human being while he was here? Mm. Well, that's a good question. I don't know the answer. <laughs> but let me think about it and ask my husband. No. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, that's interesting. Um, on the cross, it culminates in, you know, we often look at, oh, he's quoting a psalm, so this is a prophecy. That's all true. But what emotionally took him to say, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That's an emotional cry, you guys. Because this guy, this man, so hard, <laughs> God, a man who is walking with Jesus, in, or Jesus is walking with God in perfect fellowship, has that broken in that moment, right? That is what that agonizing cry is. Um, why have you forsaken me? He's experienced that. I don't know if any of you have experienced that. Like, it's not even true, right? When we experience, oh, God doesn't care about this. But, God, but Jesus felt it, and it was actually true. In that moment, he was not in fellowship with God as he took on the sin of the world, right? Fortunately, that's not where it stayed. But, um, but we can understand it emotionally. And he doesn't hesitate to express those emotions, right, in this story. Um, and what he does is he directs them all to God. Even this agonizing cry is to his father, right? Um, and so that's a really huge lesson um, for us. Um, and I just want to give a little bit of a side note here. Um, if you're human, you will experience these emotions. I know it's really easy for us to be like, if I just do this, <laughs> oh good, I'll get as far away from that as possible. I won't experience that. You're human, you're gonna experience this, Jesus experienced it, right? Um, he did it without sin, right? <laughs> he did it with those temptations, he did not sin. So the emotions weren't sinful, right? They weren't. Um, because he honored and he turned to the Lord in all of them. Um, in humility, in honesty, and love. Um, guys, sometimes we do want to run, right? Even run from the Lord. It's really a crazy thing when we think about it, that when something hard happens, instead of running to the Lord, who wants to walk with us, who really desires that, we're like, I just want to get away, right? Um, and we have to fight that. But I'm not saying this as someone who has not ever experienced that, okay? So I'm just encouraging you. Um, God is good. God is trustworthy. And that kind of wanting to run, um, it could be self-centered faithlessness, but it could also be because you trust God so much. This world isn't lining up, right? You're like, if you're in control, why would you let this suffering? Why would you let this brokenness? Why? Why, Lord? Like, if you are in control, why? Guess what? If you think those things, you are probably right exactly seeing the truth. Do you know what I'm saying? We're not sad enough is what the authors say in here, often enough, for how broken this world is. We just want to stay happy, and so we don't want to engage with the suffering. Um, that doesn't mean that God wants us sad all the time either, <laughs> by the way. Um, just that those are not bad emotions. They're hard emotions. They don't feel good. We don't want to be in pain, right? 
but um, they're true, honest emotions to the suffering we see in this world. Um, and here's the amazing thing that God gives us a lament. He wants us to pour it out to him so he can walk us through that. And then we can have the hope and expectation that one day it won't be like this. Jesus will return. This world won't be broken. Things will run the way they're supposed to. That hope doesn't come until we see how broken this is, right? It's not really all that great a hope when you're a little kid and you're like, okay, life is fine, right? Jesus is coming back. Oh, I hope he doesn't come back before I get married. Okay, I had that thought, right, when I was a teenage girl. <laughs> um, because I didn't see how broken the world was. I didn't long, like, say, Jesus, please come back and fix this, right? Um, so that's my encouragement to you, that prayer can be a joyous, thankful heart for everything God's given to you, and it should be. But prayer can also be, man, Lord, why? What's going on, right? What, what, what is going on? And it might be filled with tears, um, and that's okay. And so we're going to get a chance right now um, to pray together in our groups. And I've just given you two questions because <laughs> I want us really to, to talk to each other a little bit less today and talk to the Lord a little bit more. Um, but what has God done in your life this week? That it, we're going to get to that in two chapters, but that's a huge means of grace to help us, right? Maybe God, maybe God has not encouraged you <laughs> specifically this week as much, but he has the person sitting next to you, and just hearing that can be a huge encouragement, right, as we're walking along. Um, and then the second thing is, what can we pray for in your life? So your prayer request, right? But then we're going to ask, how are you feeling about those circumstances, okay? So not just, what can I pray for you about, but how are you feeling about that? So I'm gonna pray not just for your circumstance, but how you're feeling about that circumstance, right? That God would comfort you, that God would help you understand what you're feeling, if that's the, the point you are at, um, that God would give you wisdom, um, really praying for each other in those things because God delights to hear that, okay? So we seem to have a smaller group this week. Do we have, uh, is Denise not here? Okay, so um, <laughs> Denise's group can join again, um, maybe where you have in the past. Um, and then we're missing Anne too. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. So how many people do we have? One, two, three, four. Um, would somebody volunteer to be a leader today? I hate to put you on the spot. I'm sorry, I should have done this earlier. Is there anybody who would not mind leading their prayer time in their group? Okay, all right, so Cody's gonna be our third because we just have enough people. I think we should probably have three groups. Um, so I'll be on this side. Um, you're usually over there, right? Or you'll be in here? Oh, okay, yeah, um, you just stay there. And then Cody, do you mind taking some people over there? Okay, thank you guys. Um, and then we'll just spend the rest of the time in prayer and you can dismiss from there. So 